It's me, Diesel, aka Felix from Little Monsters. I am just making this video just to say that I was really excited to see that we still have some fans of Little Monsters. Obviously, I'm much older now than I was when I filmed it. I think I was about like seven or six when at the time when we were making it. And it just filled my heart with joy to see that we still had fans from a movie that was made a while ago. Um, of course, those zombies and stuff were much scarier back then when I was littler. And remember, don't go out there. In a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist, it's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin, and they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Just want to thank all of our fans and listeners. We really appreciate all support. You guys are awesome. Before we get into tonight's film, I just want to give a quick shout-out to our website, don'tgooutthere.com. My man Brian has done a fantastic job with the website. He's got it looking great. Everything about our podcast is on there. All of our episodes and interviews from episode one to our weekly release. If you want to check out all of our episodes there. Maybe you have an office job, don't have access to your phone, you can listen on your desktop computer. We've done some incredible interviews in the past with some of the biggest names in horror, uh, some of your favorite slashers, uh, writers, directors. Check out our interviews if you haven't heard those yet. We got our store. We got some new T-shirts. Uh, Brian and Dustin have done some fantastic designs if you want to check those out. And we also have Shan's Etsy page attached as well if you want to grab a Tumblr. And we also have our social media, fa uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Uh, we love interacting with our fans. We love you know meeting new people. We love answering your comments and questions on the air. So definitely check us out on social media. And the last thing I want to shout out is our patreon we call it blood donors we have the traditional monthly reoccurring kind you're a big fan of our podcast a big fan of our show you want to help support us that option is available and we also have one-time donations if you want to donate and you know have a, if you have a film review you want us to do that option is available as well all right guys let's jump into our film review this week is brother dustin's pick uh, we'll be closing out freelance month dustin you want to announce your pick and why you picked it brother yeah 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 so while back, I was just looking at all the movies that released in the past few years that I hadn't seen and stumbled across Little Monsters 2019. It's a Hulu exclusive, and I read the description. It seemed interesting. It's got the great Lupita Nyong'o in it, so I thought, let's give it a try. I watched it and loved it, so it's been on my list of picks since I saw it. Uh, it's been within the last years when I saw it for the first time. I don't know exactly when. But I was just kind of waiting for the right time to pick it. This just felt right. So that's why. And I enjoyed it just as much every time I watch it. Yeah, I'll go next. Uh, Dustin, this is – I got to give you a hand clap, brother. This is kind of reminds me of whenever you picked uh, Train to Busan for our Never Seen a Month many, many moons ago. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the hell out of this movie. I thought yeah. it was – I mean, I, and I'm the self-admitted not huge horror comedy fan on the show, but – I feel like it nailed both aspects. It had, you know, really good special effects with the zombies. Uh, they were eating sheep, killing Chinese folks, taking selfies with them. Loved it. And the movie was actually funny. Like, I feel like we would all agree that comedy movies just don't hit the same as they did, you know, in the late 90s, early 2000s, you know, back when people weren't so, you know, uptight. We could actually laugh about shit. This movie was hilarious. It, there's a couple of scenes that really I had to pause the movie and rewind it because I was laughing so damn hard. So 
I think that was a, this is a great pick, Dustin, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. One of my favorite zombie movies that we've done. Oh yeah, yeah. I think we're all going to be on the same page here with this one. I mean, this movie was so much fun. Like, yep. and yes, Academy Award winner Lupi Tenyango. It was a shock for me to see in this movie at first, and you know, you expect I think for me to come on here with that kind of firepower and say like she's the reason why it's so good, but no, it's it's Seth Rogen. I mean. Alexander England, <laughs> who really steals the movie for me. I mean, what Lupita adds to it, though, is is like a gateway for, for heart and soul. And, yeah, like for a movie that starts out something like Knocked Up or, or Zack and Miri almost and, and then throws in zombies, you'd not exactly think you're going to get a movie with some heart. And, and this really does. Like, hot take, but this does a better job than Shaun of the Dead, in my opinion, of trying to, I think, accomplish kind of the same thing. It's like a... It's like a mixture of Zombieland, School of Rock, Kindergarten Cop. Um, it's a ton of fun. Super easy watch. Sidebar, there's a movie from 1989 called Little Monsters with Fred Savage. Good movie. Not the same movie. <laughs> uh, you know, I laugh because peek behind the curtain, like I got an hour into that movie in Texas Nico and I was like, this is Little Monsters from 1989 with Fred Savage, right? Because I was thinking like, why the fuck would Dustin pick this the whole time I'm watching it? And well, spoiler <laughs> alert, he did not. He did not. Another thing, you mentioned Alexander England, and he did great. But we also got a shout-out. We've shit on child actors in this show plenty of times. But I yeah. thought that Diesel Lataraka killed it. Like they, he, he was hilarious. He was great. Yeah. So shout-out to him, too, little Felix. I think you he made really a great was. point, Brian. I mean, Alexander England, he did. I feel like I agree that he carried it with the comedy aspect. But Lupita was a nice balance. Oh, with yeah. just the charm and the heart, she she they both grounded each other out, and I thought they were perfect yin and yang to each other. I think they killed it. And shout out to Josh Gad, he was such a fucking asshole, but he was so funny <laughs> and good at it. Yeah. I hate these little fucking kidly winks. What would Al Pacino do? <laughs> He'd have a baby at eighty years old, or however yeah. old he is. Facts. All right, guys. Any more opening thoughts? We just jump into it. No, let's do it. All right. The film starts with Dave and Sarah arguing about knowing her birthday. Title card, as we see the two arguing literally everywhere. Dave is a loser playing guitar in public with no fans, jerking off in the living room and getting high. Dave storms out the apartment to play guitar in public again as Sarah cries. We see Felix now who hovers Dave who wakes up from a nap. He tells Felix to make him a coffee, but he's only five. Felix does the Teddy McGiggle dance and now plays a very violent video game as Tess walks in, turning it off. She's pissed. She says pizza is for dinner, but it's tofu and veggie pizza. Felix can't have cheese. He has food allergies. Dave continues to use bad language until Felix sings the bad word song. Dave left Sarah because he didn't want to have kids. Dave leaves to get a real pizza and makes fun of Felix's tractor. Tess reads Felix a bedtime story and Dave walks in overhearing it and grows sentimental. Dave wakes Felix up, dressing him as Darth Vader to try and win Sarah back. They open the door to see Sarah fucking another guy. Dave walks in and is livid, asking what's going on. Felix shows her the pizza box with Will You Marry Me on it. Sarah calls him out on all of his shortcomings. Rory snaps on Dave for his behavior and kicks his ass. Dave cries and she calls his band pathetic. Dave grabs his bong and storms out, forgetting Felix for a moment. Back home and Tess is furious, hearing what what Dave took Felix to do. She kicks him out and begins to sob. She cracks and lets him stay on the couch, but makes makes him put Felix to bed and he has to contribute around the house. 
He takes Felix to school and sees him getting picked on because of the food he eats. He also meets his girlfriend. Dave is infatuated with Miss Caroline as soon as he lays eyes on her. Dave shoots a shot with Miss Caroline and asks about her playing Taylor Swift on the ukulele. He makes up a story about Tess going through a tough time. Dave hits a kid with the door who makes fun of Felix not having a dad. Caroline shakes his hand and Dave leaves making a scene. Dave picks Felix up and she tells Felix he had a rough day. Dave keeps lying about his band until a lady tells Caroline she can't chaperone the trip tomorrow and Dave volunteers. Dinner now and Tess shows Dave how to administer his allergy shot. Tess knows Dave wants to make a pass at the teacher. And this is probably one of the funniest scenes in the movie. We now see Dave jerking it to Miss Caroline's picture that also has all of her students on it. Oh, my God. Headed, <laughs> headed to the trip now, and they're jamming out to shake it off as the bus breaks down. And I wrote, my man Dave is in hell. Miss Caroline volunteers Dave to perform now. He walks up and drops a grim Bible verse to the kids. He sings a terrible song, and the kids hate it. Caroline stops him as the bus driver says it's fixed, and they head to Pleasant Valley. We're at a U.S. Army training facility now, and the two sergeants are walking the halls, talking about how deadly the animals are in Australia. They stop on the cart when they see a subject has gotten loose. A zombie is eating a person, and they shoot it dead. They get a radio call. There's a large breach in Section 25. She leaves to secure the place until the other sergeant is bit by the zombie that was on the ground. All right, Brian, that's the opening set of scenes I got. What would you think? Yeah, for, for okay, so for as many flowers as I gave Alexander England's Dave in the uh, open, the first time, I'll admit, the first time I watched this, Right off the bat, I didn't like I didn't like Alexander England Dave. Like I joked about in 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 my open about like you know, and I really said it in my head like who is this discount Seth Rogen? But England won me over. Um, you know, actually, I'll give props to writer director Abe Forsyth for that too because his character arc is is written so well. It's so perfectly done. Um, he wins me over, like I said. So I appreciate even more these these opening scenes on the rewatch. Uh, I mean, you see these perfect moments shine through with his character being such a douche nozzle. Uh, you think at first, but but then like you see little moments uh, of him like looking at Felix while he's sleeping, which sounds way creepier than I meant it, by the way. But it's like these little moments you see that shine through that make the turn at the end more believable. Um, you know, the, the scene with Dave and Darth Vader, Felix is funny as shit, like. Actually, fun fact, the director's son was actually represented in the character of Felix. Forsyth said in the interview that he met his, uh, quote, Miss Caroline and thought, wow, I would trust my son with this woman for anything, including a zombie apocalypse. And here we are. The zombie, the story was born. Uh, in fact, uh, later on, Forsyth's son, Spike, appears as a school kid zombie. Uh, when I read Spike, it reminds me of Little Giants. Spike! <laughs> Um, anyway, we, we get introduced to uh, Lupitan Yango's Miss Caroline, which, like I said, surprised me because I was like, how did they get her? Well, apparently, after her Academy Award, she specifically was going out of her way to do something different. So basically, Forsyth kind of got lucky, kind of how we got Robert England. Don't go out there.com. And, uh, you know, speaking of getting lucky, they couldn't get in touch with Taylor Swift for permission to use her music. So, so Lupita reached out herself and... Boom. Of course, Taylor Swift was like, yeah, no problem. Uh, but yeah, a, a first group of scenes that got better for me on the rewatch. My only complaint with this and I, you know, is, is don't show the scene with the zombie and the soldier in the hallway, because when that happened, you, you knew as an audience, like you knew it was coming and like, don't do that. Just surprise us. 
like like you do like you do with the characters like make us like see it through the character's eyes and make it come out of nowhere it just kind of seems a little bit out of place to me but that's all i have yeah so then we get a great job um or they do a great job at introducing us to dave's relationship status and his like personal life dynamic you're right nico you said it seems like a genuine a genuine loser standing in the middle of the street just playing uh, his guitar with no no one giving a shit um and him them arguing all over it just really sets up how toxic that relationship is and then dave is just hilarious we get some hilarious dialogue from him this whole set of scenes and then like i mentioned earlier with diesel letaraka you know every character needs a great dance partner and felix is that perfect dance partner for him they've got a great dynamic as uncle and nephew there uh when they walked in on his ex with felix dressed as dark vader like I lost my shit laughing. That was so funny, uh, and that's when I knew that I was gonna love this movie. Like that was hilarious because he Felix didn't even break character. Like his his aunt's just getting railed by some random guy, and he's just, like still talking like Darth Vader. That was great. Then we meet Miss Caroline, and whew, she it, Lupita is so beautiful. And then Bro just showed up with his guitar to pick up Felix from school to try to impress her. Like I don't blame him. That I get it. I get it. You you suck at it, but. Girls do like guys that can play guitar sometimes, so why not try it? <laughs> um, I'm, honestly, this whole opening act is just hilarious. Dude even took his guitar on a field trip. <laughs> like, he lied and said that God Sledgehammer is a Christian band, and then he sings a song that <laughs> those lyrics were not Christian at all and scares the shit out of the kids. That was, that was great stuff. By the time we get that first zombie death, it's like you almost forget that this is supposed to be a horror comedy. Like it's right. just a comedy at this point. I get what you're saying about uh, you wish they hadn't shown it, but I have a different criticism. They did show it, so that is what it is. But you're gonna tell me that uh, the U.S. military is just gonna see their colleagues getting their throats eaten out and they they don't open fire. They just let the shit happen and then get overtaken themselves. So the the military kind of sucks in this movie. But oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Overall, this is a great set of scenes to just grab your attention and hold you because whatever you're looking for in this movie, you're gonna get overwhelmed with the comedy. So you're it, at least for me, I was hooked. A code red is alarmed as the gate is ordered closed. Dave is infatuated with Miss Caroline as army trucks pass the bus. The kids exit the bus now as Felix freaks out seeing Teddy McGiggle. He talks to the kids now about what they're gonna do on the trip. He calls Miss Caroline to the front to introduce herself and calls her pretty. They do the McGiggle dance, and the frog puppet guy looks miserable. The kids are checking out all the animals, and Dave looks all kind of miserable. We see the zombies escaping the army facility and head towards the Pleasant Valley. Customers playing putt-putt don't take the zombies seriously until a man is attacked taking a picture of one. Dave is devastated to hear Caroline is engaged. They're all on a tractor tour of the valley, but they don't see any sheep. The tractor stops when a zombie is blocking the path, eating one. Caroline asks to speak to Dave when he makes a fucking your mom joke to a student. We see the zombie attack the tour guide, and Caroline is in shock seeing it. She grabs a pitchfork, fighting him off, eventually pinning it to the tree. Dave struggles to crank the tractor until Felix coaches him through it. Caroline dresses him up as a scarecrow as she gets back on the trailer. She plays the ukulele, comforting the kids. Dave and the others see the entire field full of flesh-eating zombies. Dave stops when the road is blocked. She tells the kids they're playing tag and to not let the zombies touch them. They conga line through the field and barns to try and find somewhere safe. Miss Caroline calls an audible when she sees the bus full of zombies. She leads, she leads the students to the gift shop where Teddy tells her to go fuck herself and fuck them kids, basically. He won't unlock the door, so the kids crawl into the building through a hole in the wall. 
A zombie takes her fanny pack, but she makes it inside safely. Dave fights some zombies off with a walker, and he makes it to the roof. Dave jumps through a wall and lands on the floor. He and Teddy begin to fight now and use a gift shop merch as weapons. Teddy is furious when he sees the staples in his face. Dave hits him with his guitar and opens a door for the kids to go inside the shop. They barricade the doors up, but still no signal to make calls. Miss Caroline continues to comfort the kids, saying they passed the first level. Teddy says we're all going to die, and Caroline is pissed when Teddy continues to tell them about how they're going to die or become zombies. Teddy yells for the kids to shut the fuck up, and he snaps on them. Caroline pulls him away and tells him his attitude will change now. She presses a broken piece of ceramic into his side, saying he's a liability, and she has to keep the kids safe. Dave gives the kids some food. She forces him to yell out it's a game and to do the laugh. Felix suddenly can't breathe as they realize the chips had dairy in them. Who the fuck puts milk in chips? Dave administers the shot wrong, and Felix is struggling to breathe. Felix asks Dave to stay, and Miss Caroline leaves to go get the spare shot from his backpack on the tractor. All right, Brian, this next set of scenes we got, what'd you think? Okay, so first of all, that fat kid uh, could be a member of the O'Doyle family from the Adam Sandler verse, couldn't he? I mean, O'Doyle rules. I don't know, that's just all I could think about every time that little fat kid was, was a pain in the ass. Um, but okay, now... Josh Gad coming from someone who's got a, a three-year-old that lives and breathes frozen. And you're going to think I'm kidding and making this up. I shit you not. Literally frozen is on in the living room right now uh, with, with my daughter watching it, I promise you. But I find it even more fucking hilarious to see him in this role because of that. It cracks my ass up and he plays it. So he plays it so well. Um, and yeah, sh shout out to Adam Johnson uh, Joe Hansen, my bad, uh, the makeup supervisor and his team on, on these practical effects in this as well. The zombies, I think, look fantastic. Uh, Joe Hansen has done a ton of stuff. Pirates of the Caribbean, Thor, Alien Covenant, Max, you know, Mad Max Fury Road. Dude is fantastic, and it really does show here. Uh, his whole team, not just him. And I don't know what they paid him, but it wasn't enough. Uh, but just the uh, just the scene here where the zombies are eating all the random animals and shit like as they're going back to the shop is fucking gruesome. I mean, I loved it. And I mean, look, if you don't have any issues suspending disbelief for zombies, then you shouldn't have any issues suspending it for the fact that the kids wouldn't be freaking the fuck out. So let's just get that out of the way here. Um, by the way, porcupine face zombie, I think is my favorite. I have to say I loved it. Um, but yeah, get Gag calling the kid Meals on Wheels. Like, it got, it got me, man. I was dying laughing. And uh, is it here? No, I think it's the next set of scenes where they ask, fast zombies or slow zombies? And the one dude goes slow. And the other goes, well, thank God it's not fast zombies. Like, how fucking meta is that? And it sounds mm -hmm. like a que it sounds like a question like one of us would ask if we were in that situation. Like, I, lo I loved it. Um, and that fight between Gad and England is probably, no, it is, my favorite scene in the movie. I was dying laughing, and you know Gad probably improvised most of that shit, and all I can think about is like how they probably had to have such a rough time keeping a straight face doing that scene. Teddy fucking McGiggle. That was actually my nickname in college. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, Josh Gad is hilarious as Teddy McGiggle. Like, he's borderline creepy as the uh, as Teddy McGiggle, the, the character um, on TV, and then interacting with the kids and, and parents when they first arrive. Like grown adults that do that kind of shit, I get it. That's their 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 career, and they're making a living doing it. But God, it's creepy. Like, uh, what's her name? Miss Miss Rachel is that her name? And even Steve from Blues Clues, man, looking back, that's fucking creepy, dude. You're a grown man, but yeah, it's it true. is what it is. Um, and they hate their lives most of the time. Like, it's just crazy. 
Yeah. Um, then the way the way David watched Miss Caroline milk the cow. <laughs> like, God, bro's an animal. She grabs the udder and it just zooms in on his face. And he, he's got this look like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I laugh my ass off at that. And then what I mentioned earlier about the U.S. military just being bumbling idiots in this. Like, they just leave the front gates open during a code yeah. red. Uh, they don't try to contain the herd at all. Okay. And then also uh, Dave's mood switch when he finds out that Miss Caroline is engaged. That's the most relatable part of this movie. Nothing gets a girl unfollowed on Instagram faster than an engagement ring or an ultrasound. So I understand. Uh, and as we see, as we see all the zombies eating on the people and the sheep, uh, I think the blood and gore is pretty well done in this movie. Like that's solid effects. The yes. guy eating the porcupine with the quills out of his face looked great. Like that was funny. That's this is good shit. Then the fight with Dave and Teddy. Yeah, you mentioned it. That's great. Get the old dick twist. Like he grabs dick and twists it. And we actually got it on this movie. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then Dave goes full Jeff Jarrett and just hits him with a fucking guitar. Like, hell yeah, dude. I love this shit. <laughs> and then uh, Lupita, is, she's just so believable as a kindergarten teacher. Like her charm and just this eternal optimism vibe that you get from her is so good. And then I love how she switched up and got so protective of the kids when she was having this serious moment with Teddy. Uh, and then, you know, that was great. And then the next set of scenes when she runs to get the EpiPen, she just shows another level of commitment to the to the kids. It goes full badass. Like, I love her. And, yeah, you're right. The Man Fucked Them Kids Award of this movie is Teddy McGiggle. He he hates those fucking kiddly winks and, you know, every man for himself. <laughs> but another good set of scenes, man. The, uh, the action's picked up, but the comedy doesn't let off. So, hell, yeah, I'm in. She makes it to the ground and runs to the bus dodging zombies. She makes it to a field with four army zombies. She grabs a shovel and fights them off. She now cuts the zombies' heads off, killing them. The kids and Dave begin to sing Shake It Off to comfort Felix. Caroline gets the book bag and makes it back to the kids. They give Felix a shot, and he feels much better instantly. She lies to the kids, saying the blood is strawberry jam and to not eat it. The kids cheer when they hear Felix will be fine. Dave is infatuated with her kind heart protecting the kids. They hear a helicopter, and Teddy climbs to the roof trying to flag it down. He falls off the roof to the ground and asks for them to unlock the door. Fucking bastard. Dave helps him get back on the roof, saving his life. Teddy says God is punishing him for fucking thousands of moms. Teddy wants to be a real actor. He hates being Teddy McGiggle and hates kids. Teddy shits his pants and starts to cry and throws out his alcohol. Evening time now, and we see the army strategizing on where to drop the bomb. Caroline is singing to the students as Teddy cries. She wishes them sweet dreams. The parents are concerned, asking why the U.S. military is here. The army is made aware of zombies, and they have to control the infection. Tess leaves Dave a heartbreaking voicemail as Dave comforts Felix and Beth. She's scared, and Felix tells Beth the special poem his mother, his mother tells him. Little monsters go away, they say, as Beth feels safe enough to go to sleep. Dave tells Felix his mom used to tell him that story, too, as a kid. Caroline sits beside Dave in the two chat. He apologized for swearing so much, and she says she's fucking terrified too, but she has to show the kids and the adults are in control. She asks if he wants kids, and he tells her about his split with Sarah. He tells her of his dad leaving when he was a small boy. He says he was angry at everyone and never thanked Tess. She tells him some Neil Diamond lines and tells him of when she was heading down a bad path herself. She followed a band around Australia, breaking into one of their rooms. Taylor Hansen called security on her instantly. She broke her collarbone, no money, no parents in a foreign country. 
Working with kids helped her believe in herself again. She now tells him when she and Ian that she and Ian aren't together anymore. He admits his band broke up six years ago and he's not a Christian. They laugh and he offers to stay up while she gets some rest. Dave wakes her up saying he has an idea to get them out. Teddy says he's not going anywhere because he's a big deal. He calls them idiots for wanting to get to the tractor and they should go get the McGiggle mobile. She slaps him when he asks for a blowjob. Teddy falls down the ladder in agonizing pain. The kids begin to lose patience and Dave sings them Sweet Caroline. He admits to her he loves Neil Diamond and he tells Felix he's going to get them out of here. He hugs Felix and he and Teddy go to the roof. All right, Brian, the next set of scenes of the ending, what do you think about those? Uh, man, that scene with uh, Dave singing Sweet Caroline I think was fantastic. But, yep. okay, so again, look, I know it's stupid to have a nitpick about realism in a zombie movie, but if you just listen to the show at all, you know my big issue with decapitations. If you aren't like fucking Jason or a Rob Zombie's Mike Myers big, like it ain't happening. I can I can even be okay with dead zombies that have been dead for a long time, so their shit falls off easily, but all of these people just got turned. So as badass as Lupita Nyong'o is, that's such a fun name to say, by the way, Lupita Nyong'o. Like, as badass as she is, she isn't cutting these heads off that easily with a shovel. And I don't, I know it's a stupid nitpick, but I gotta say it, that's just, that's how I feel. Uh, weird transition here, too, but I'll say that there's a lot of heart in this set of scenes. Like, I think Forsythe's decision to have Miss Caroline singing, uh, I don't want to live on the moon, and then it, like, have it intercutting shots of zombies throughout the farm, and, you know, as they're kind of trying to get the kids to sleep, it, and the exchange between Felix and Dave, and then Dave and Miss Caroline here, is really, I think, where the movie won me over personally the first time, especially with Dave. The character is, is Dave anyway. Like, this really reminded me of Kindergarten Cop the most, I think, right here. I really appreciated it. And I think this movie, and of course, of course, Dave's arc, I think really benefited from this set of scenes. Um, <laughs> that line with the kids, what's a douchebag? It's an irrigation for a vagina. That was so <laughs> damn funny to me. Like, and you mentioned it, Diesel Latorica, like just an amazing, amazing job. I don't really have a lot on this set of scenes. Um, it was hard to kind of take notes on this one, but like I said, just a lot of heart in this one. I really loved it. Yeah, I don't have a ton on this one either, but uh, Caroline, or Audrey, is a complete badass going to the tractor. Like, that was awesome. But, big nitpick, um, there wasn't a drop of blood on that shovel when she picked it back up after getting the backpack. Like, she'd been decapitating people with this shovel, and she grabs the backpack and picks it up, and there's not a drop of blood on it. It's clean as a whistle. Okay. Um, then Dave and Teddy on the roof, that's another hilarious scene. Like, there's some great dialogue between them there. And then, you know, the the next part here is solid with David talking to Caroline. Um, but it's really hard to take notes on that. There's just so much dialogue, but it's a very meaningful conversation the two of them are having. But I will right. say, yeah, Dave singing Sweet Caroline, that's the smoothest shit he could have done. <laughs> it shows that yeah. he pays attention because he found out she liked Neil Diamond. Her name is Caroline. So, yeah, props to there. My man is oozing Riz right there. <laughs> got that dog in him <laughs> alright guys here's the ending they look at the sea of zombies and Teddy weeps I can't do this I'm a celebrity Dave asks him what Pacino would say and do it for him Dave goes to distract them now Teddy falls below and makes a run for the car Teddy uses a tire swing to attack some zombies saying he fucked their mom 
Dave escapes a close call as Teddy bites a zombie kid's nose and panics. What did I do? He gets in the car and locks the doors, not letting Dave in. He shoots him a bird and waves by until the frog puppet appears and rips his intestines out and rips his cheek off. <clears throat> Best kill of the movie. Dave climbs to the top of the van and his phone rings. It's Tess and he tells her to send help. He thanks her for taking care of him when they were kids. He drops the phone fighting the frog off. Max screams he wants to play putt-putt. Felix is gone. He's dressed as Darth Vader with the putt-putt club. He uses the, I guess, the force to close the gate, keeping the zombies out. Dave sees Felix driving the, the tractor and yells out for him. Dave runs to the tractor and jumps in the driver's seat. The two take off and drive into the store. The students load up and they drive out. Max uses the club to hit the zombies trying to board the tractor. Caroline plays kid songs and the zombies begin to participate as well. The army soldiers make a wall across the road as they see the tractor approaching. The, ger the general sees at least two saying they're going to be obliterated. They hear kids singing and decide to let the tractor through saying they can't shoot kids again. They open fire on the zombies now. Dave and Caroline get the kids off the tractor and away from the carnage. She kisses Dave and bombs are dropped on the souvenir shop. She calls them fireworks as they're scooped up and thrown into trucks. General tells all the parents the kids are safe and accounted for. Caroline and Dave protected the kids and they're in quarantine for 48 hours. We see Dave and Caroline playing Shake It Off for the kids. The parents see their kids and smile and cry as the film ends. All right, Brian, what do you think about that ending? First of all, props to you on the uh, using the force and getting that whole correct thing. That whole correct, but I'm proud of you. The <laughs> Star Wars reference, I'm proud of you too. Was that right? Yeah, you were right, man. <laughs> Damn, right on. hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Look, this ending was fucking nuts. Like Gad uh, killing zombies was the best far best part by far. I needed to see more of him fucking up those kids while telling them he fucked their moms. That was so. That was oh, that was so great. And it was actually Josh Gad's idea to bite the nose of the zombie kid. That uh, that whole scene like reminded me of Peyton Manning in that Saturday Night Live skit where he's just gunning kids down with that football. I needed more of that. Here is my only my only really complaint with that set of scenes. I needed like a, you know a five minute montage of God Gad just fucking up kids. Um, I said fucking up kids. Relax. Uh, I I take that. Uh, I take I take. I take that back. My other complaint about the ending was the zombies repeating the music. Like it makes sense to an extent, but like why? I mean, I guess maybe it was part of the gag that all the military killed them all anyway, but I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't just didn't care for that part. It didn't resonate with me. That's all. And uh, the scene where Dave is on the roof of the McGiggle mobile talking to his sister and she's crying. Like I needed that to be less funny on Dave's side and more heartfelt. Like I know that's probably a dumb nitpick, but it just felt like it was supposed to be heartfelt there especially with her crying, but Dave's side just didn't come across that way to me as all. Um, the rest I liked, again, Forsyth really brought the heart here for the conclusion to a zombie movie, which may be the weirdest line I've ever said on the show. I don't know, but um, I thought it was, man, like he's, it's just fun as hell. Yeah. Um, first of all, Teddy's rampage on the playground was good shit. Like, especially, like you said, when he... <laughs> When he bit the kid's nose off, but then he's like, oh, God, what have I done? And made himself puke just to be safe. Like, that was good shit. And then he pulled an absolute dickhead move by not unlocking the door for Dave. Like, he deserved what he got in Death by Sock Pocket. That's fucking hilarious. So, I love that shit. Uh, 
And then the the snut the snake sock puppet poking its head out of the sunroof or the you know the roof on the van too like that shit was just so funny to me, uh, so stupid funny like I don't know right. And right. then just when I thought I you know that couldn't be topped, Felix goes running through the zombies dressed as Darth Vader, and you know like you said uses the force to close the <laughs> gate. That's good shit. He ends up commandeering a tractor and saving the day. Like that's just that's just fun. That's just fun yeah. stuff. And by the time the tractor, you know, when they get out and they're heading down the road, by the time the tractor gets to the military, really makes you realize, I know we've cut back and forth to the military a couple times. So we see that they're plotting and planning and whatever, but military is useless as hell in this movie. Oh, yeah. Like, why didn't they get in there and do something? It's been like a day and a half later. What the hell are you doing? It's like, oh, we're about to do it. Ah, whatever. But uh, it was funny. The, the zombies playing along to if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands and all that shit. Like that's that's funny stuff. I I enjoy it. I just I love this movie so much. It's perfect runtime. It doesn't feel like it drags at all. Even the parts that are dialogue heavy, like you 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 feel a connection with the characters. So yeah, it's it's a good good way to tie it up neatly. Before we go into social media, I almost want to piggyback off your last comment, Dustin. I agree with you about the dialogue part because I remember when you text me asking all right, man, just be honest. What do you think about it? I said that the little bit in the shop got started dragging a little bit. Mm-hmm. Second watch, it didn't bother me at all. I actually liked it in the second watch. It, you know, that second watch, you kind of know what you're, you know what you're getting into. So you're not right, right, locked in and getting bored or anything. So I, right. I it, you're, you're absolutely right. The runtime was perfect. Oh, I'm yeah. going to uh, go to social media now. We'll go to Twitter first. B half four said, not to be confused with 1989's little monsters. And Patrick Jacobs said that'd be a good double feature. Shan replied to him saying, that's a fun one too. And then go dogs. Randy Smith said, I was a little let down when I found out it wasn't an 89 one. So I guess we got to pick the 89 one now, even though to no one's surprised, never seen it. Uh, Let's go to Facebook. Now Michelle Merza commented, big fan of the show. She said, great pick Dustin. I found this little gym during COVID super underrated. Agree. hundred percent. All right. Now we go to Instagram. Uh, my my buddy Jeff said, not to be confused by the 1989 classic Little Monsters starring Howie Mandel, Fred Savage, and Daniel Stern. I think uh, <laughs> this probably might confuse a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> All right, Matt Strickland commented, got a question, fellas. Who the hell put piss in my apple juice? <laughs> LOL, I love this movie as a kid. Wait, shit, wrong Little Monsters. <laughs> Looking forward to the reviews, guys. Appreciate that, brother. Always appreciate your comments. Matt's awesome. And the Black Con Solo commented, great pick. Definitely on the list of my favorite modern day zombie movies. Not really surprised Dustin Fug Them Kids Frank picked this one. Because this film has strong <laughs> Fuck Them Children energy. I love the character development of the main character and the little Darth Vader kid. And I almost love anything horror with Lupita. If you guys love this, y'all should definitely do 2014's Cooties, starring Middle Earth's very own Elijah Wood and The Office's Rain Wilson. Those would make good double features. Can't wait to see what you guys think. Stay gory, fellas. Have y'all seen Cooties? I haven't seen I that one. I haven't. That actually sounds really good, though. Yeah, I mean, I like both those guys. I'll have to check it out. All right, guys, let's do fun facts. Brian, Dustin, y'all got any? No, I said on nope. mine, actually. <laughs> and I tried to, uh, I even tried to look up a budget. Nope, non-existent. So <laughs> I did see All this right. movie did get a, it get a, got a limited release in like Australia and shit. So, um, Looks like it made about four hundred twenty-five thousand one hundred fifty-five dollars worldwide in the box office, nice. but it didn't get a theatrical release in America. And I'm sure this was a very limited release. So, 
there's no telling how much the movie actually made from the deal with Hulu and the streaming and everything. I don't know. All the way okay. from Australia. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump into our favorite part. A favorite kill, least favorite kill in the rating, kind of a shorter review, but you know, shout out to Mike. He's on vacation right now. Uh, but I'll kick us off. Favorite kill was definitely Teddy. I loved it. He was a piece of shit. <laughs> That's what you need to do to the piece of shit characters. I mean, you need to give them a really good kill. I'm looking at you, aliens. Right. I can't right. remember that guy's name, but he deserved a way worse death than off screen than staring at an alien. Uh, Teddy, <laughs> you got what you deserve. Least favorite kill. I'll just go with that one soldier who gets grabbed from behind at the very beginning. I can't really think of anything else. There's a lot of off screen ones, but I'll just go with that one. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, Dustin, when you picked Train to Busan, this movie just completely caught me off guard. I loved it. I enjoyed every second of it. And it also reminded me of one of my former picks. It has nothing to do, like, stylistically, but, like, the autopsy of Jane Doe. I picked that movie because I thought it was really good. It was underrated, and it wasn't talked about enough. Little Monsters, you need to go watch this movie if you listen to this review. I cannot stress it enough. It's a great little horror comedy zombie movie. It's a 2019 movie, and it's actually funny. Like, you don't find a lot of comedies nowadays that are funny because we're too scared to push edgy jokes. The effects look great. The acting is great. The only little issues I had was I thought it was a little too convenient that they just went from Lupita getting the the shot, and then she's right back in the shop. They could have showed a little quick adventure of her getting through all that. Uh, The Darth Vader thing when he closes the gate. Is it cool? Yeah, but is the kid, does he have powers? I don't know. Just a little too convenient, you know, just for me. But I gave the movie a 9 out of 10. I thought it was great. Well, the he doesn't have powers. The zombies were walking towards him, and they pushed the gate shut. But he's Did a they push the gate shut? I thought he just... Yeah. yeah. No, I fucking the zombies that. were Let's trying get to get him. him. That's not an issue anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just missed it. Two weeks in a row, Nico misses shit. God damn. Fuck me. Go. All right, go ahead. Uh, Still, yeah, I'll go good, ahead and though. go, Dustin. You can you can wrap up your your, yeah. your pick here. Uh, by the way, yeah, you brought up Money Mike, dude. Another vacation for that for Money Mike. Another it's crazy, ain't it? Another mm-hmm. one. Okay. Anyway, um, so my least favorite kill was the three zombie decapitations with the shovel. I like I said, it's just a little nitpick. I don't like that. Favorite kill, definitely Teddy, no doubt. Uh, and I'll keep it short and sweet. I think this was. Fun as hell. I uh, would recommend this to anyone to give it a watch when you can. Uh, the effects looked great. Um, the cast did a fantastic job, and I actually gave it an 8.25. Okay. So my favorite kill is Teddy McGiggle as well. I think Death of a Sock Puppet is fantastic. Um, least favorite kill, I'm going to go with, yeah, the military at the beginning of the movie because how the hell are you the army and you get overrun by zombies and leave the gate open? But um, as far as the movie goes, I, it's very fun. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it as much as I did because when I when I first watched it, I questioned things. I was like, "There's no way that movie was actually that fun and that good, right?" So I watched it again <laughs> a little bit later. I was like, "Dude, I love that movie. I'm curious if everyone else will." So it's very reassuring that you guys liked it. I'm glad you did. Definitely recommend it. It's got good good uh, looking special effects. It's got likable characters. Even Dave, who is just the worst kind of guy he's so he's got this charm about him like he makes the movie so i love yeah. it as well i went with the nine and that gives us a composite score of an eight and three quarters imdb wow. slacking though they've got it at 6.3 those people just hate fun hate fun yeah exactly. that's i mean like you said man the acting was so good and like even the characters you hated like who were like pieces of shit they were so damn funny like it was it worked yeah. 
And like, I had, I'm, I'm not joking. I haven't laughed that hard from a new movie. And I can't remember how long. You're right. Like whenever he was jerking it to the picture, I, I had to pause <laughs> it because I was laughing so hard. And then when fucking Teddy fell down the ladder and was writhing in pain, I had to pause it again because I was crying laughing. It was so damn funny. Great, great pick, Dustin. I loved it, man. Good yeah. job. Big, big props to Forsyth, and we're, we're trying to get him on the show. I would love to have him on here. He, he's yeah, that like would great, be dope. Great interview. Dude, oh, yeah. great. I can't stress Great movie, Dustin. I loved it. Go If you listen to this review, go watch this damn movie. I can't stress it enough. Go pay for Hulu one month just to watch it. All right, let's shout I'm out actually, Blood Donor. I'm What's actually going to take that clip right there and insert it into Ghostbusters 2 whenever we do that in a couple of weeks. What's that? From you, the one you say, say, how great of a pick it was, how great of a movie it is, um, right there. <laughs> that's the clip I'm using. So if it sounds familiar, guys, that's why. Okay. All right, I'm going to shout out our blood donors, and I'm going to announce my uh, month's theme next month. And you can announce your pick too, Brian. All right, shout out our blood donors, our camper-level reoccurring Clayton J., Nina, Michelle Mirza, Andrew Ferguson, the Horror Movie Crew Podcast, Alex Seligson, Eric Doolittle, Sean Irwin, Brian Samick, Trisha and Kelsey Miller, Camp Counselor Reoccurring, Dennis Kennedy, Edwin Hernandez Gunn, Joe Swinford, Jennifer Davidson, the Too Close to Home Pod, Kyla Denise, all the way from Australia, Adrian Aiello, Jake Hambrick, Claymore, Karen, Matt Strickland, and Gail Kuntz. Can't stress it enough, the economy is terrible right now, and you choose to help support us, pay these bills. It means yeah. a lot to us because we definitely understand if you didn't contribute because shit, man, it's hard for money, except for Mike, who's on vacation again. He's the only one thriving right now. That's right. But, uh, next month, starting next week, is my theme month. I chose something called Subgenre Month. Just to add a little razzle-dazzle, I picked all four of us a subgenre that we are all kind of big fans of. And I got Home Invasion. Brian has Found Footage. Mike has Slasher. And Dustin has Creature Feature. So, Brian, why don't you go ahead and announce your Found Footage pick for next week? Yeah, so my found footage pick is – I have a di- couple of different reasons why I picked it, but it's 2016's requel – uh, Blair Witch from 2016, like I said. And uh, I, I picked it, number one, because, spoiler alert, I like this one better than the original. Uh, and secondly, Dustin is a big Blair Witch fan. Well, at least he was at the first one. And he yep. was he didn't get to be on that episode. And so I'm glad that we are getting to do uh, a true Blair Witch movie, not like the Book of Shadows or whatever the hell the second one's called. That's just That doesn't exist to me. But uh, I'm glad that we get to do a true get to do a true Blair Witch movie with Dustin. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Just want to thank our fans again. We really appreciate the continued support. It's awesome. We've been doing the show over three years now, and we got a bunch of fans who really like our show. Comment on our posts. It means a lot to us. Uh, y'all have a good one, and we'll be back next week with Blair Witch. Just want to remind everybody. Oh.